Chapter One of Tea Its Mystery and History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Tea Its Mystery and History by Samuel Phillips Day. Chapter One Legendary Origin of the Plant. According to the most authentic Chinese historians, the tea plant was introduced from the Korea in the 8th century, during the dynasty of Liang. Being both approved of and much relished by the emperor, it was extensively cultivated, so that it rapidly became popular with all sections of the community. As this story was too prosaic for general acceptation, the masses, and even certain skeptical literati, readily received a more poetical account which like many of our own nursery tales veils some political allegory the story runs that in the year five hundred ten an indian prince one dharma third son of king kosjuzva famed throughout the east for his religious zeal landed in china on a missionary enterprise he devoted all his time and thought to the diffusion of a knowledge of god in order to set an example of piety to others he imposed on himself various privations and mortifications forswore sleep and living mostly in the open air devoted himself to prayer preaching and contemplation however after several years passed in this excessively austere manner he involuntarily fell asleep upon awaking so distressed was he at having violated his oath that to prevent a repetition of such backsliding and never again permit tired eyelids to rest on tired eyes he cut off those offending portions of his body and flung them on the ground returning next day to the same spot he discovered that his eyelids had undergone a strange metamorphosis having been changed into a shrub the like of which had never before been seen upon the earth having eaten some of the leaves he found his spirits singularly exhilarated thereby while his former vigor was restored hence he recommended the newly discovered boon to his disciples and followers so that after a time the use of tea rapidly spread a portrait of dharma is given by kem fu the first authoritative writer on china at the foot of the portrait is the representation of a reed supposed to be indicative of the religious enthusiast having crossed rivers and seas in the pursuit of his mission it is by no means difficult out of this wonderful legend to extract a moral namely that an earnest individual who had acquired the useful habit of keeping his eyes open discovered one of nature's secrets which had entirely escaped the observation of all others towards the close of the sixteenth century a learned physician of padua one giovanni bolero published a work on the causes of the magnificence and greatness of cities therein while treating of the orient he observes the chinese have an herb out of which they press a delicate juice that serves them for drink instead of wine it also preserves their health and frees them from all those evils which the use of wine produces among ourselves albeit the illusion is somewhat cloudy still no doubt exists but that the celebrated paduan refers to tea this is supposed to be the earliest mention of the plant by any european writer 
it is curious that among the many wonderful things which marco polo the great traveller of his day saw in china he omits to mention the tea plant either as shrub or beverage this omission is the more unaccountable inasmuch as both himself and his father whose voyages he records must have visited districts wherein tea was in common use the early portuguese navigators are equally silent on this matter nor is mention made thereof in the logs of our own freebooting sea kings these however trouble themselves less about botany than the broad pieces to be found in the holds of the spanish king's galleons had sir walter raleigh who travelled west instead of east accompanied his friend drake on his famous voyage round the world he might have added to his discoveries of the potato and tobacco plants of america that of tea in china the honour of introducing the refreshing and invigorating leaf to europe was clearly not reserved for english travellers this honour is properly claimed by the portuguese although they had been trading for many years with the chinese before they made the discovery just about the close of the sixteenth century shortly after tea had become a popular beverage in china it was exported to japan the only nation with which the chinese were suffered to hold intercourse in those islands it assumed even a more important position than it held in the flowery land so that to be able to make and serve the beverage with a polished grace was recognized as an indubitable sign of a polite and aristocratic education the japanese devoted their artistic and mechanical skill to the production of tea caddies tea trays tea pots and tea cups and saucers remarkable for exquisiteness of design no less than peculiarity of fabric tea houses were opened in the leading cities of japan these were frequented by the daimyos or lesser nobles and the lower classes alike who took their chief pleasure in such popular resorts eminent writers also considered it no indignity to extol the precious beverage what bacchanalian and hunting songs cavalier and sea songs rhapsodical treatises in laudation of hunting coaching and so forth are to the literature of england such was tea to the writers artists and musicians of china and japan in other words their dickenses their goldsmiths their nimrods their dibdins their tom moors and their leeches instead of having a wide variety of topics to treat of as was the case with their english compeers were confined to one subject tea indeed each plantation was supposed to possess its peculiar virtues and excellences like to the slightly varying vineyards of the rhine the rhone the garonne or the moselle each had its poet to sing its praises in running rhymes in illustration one chinese bard who seemingly was an anacreon in his way magnifies the shrub that grows on the Mongshan mountains in the territory of ya chu in words which literally translated mean one ounce doth all disorders cure with two your troubles will be fewer three to the bones more vigour give with four for ever you will live as young as on your day of birth a true isian upon the earth note isian an immortal however hyperbolical this testimony may be considered it at least serves to show the high estimation 
in which tea was held this fact furnishes the best possible answer to the silly objections of certain modern writers who would fain have us believe that the chinese cultivate tea not for their own consumption but to sell to foreigners the only gleam of truth latent in so manifestly absurd an assertion being that the celestials invariably drink the pure tea not that which has undergone artificial preparation for those outer barbarians the english consumers it being an admitted fact that they prepare tea to order and can by the aid of mineral facing powder transform black tea into green or green tea into black at pleasure such transformation however only alters the appearance to the eye the quality inferior or otherwise remains concealed in due time tea became not simply in china and japan but also in india and persia the drink of ceremony just as is coffee with the turks and arabs and wine with ourselves a little over two centuries since a french traveller in persia gravely imagined that what constituted a hospitable custom was a universal desire to administer medicine he avers that people assigned to tea such extravagant qualities that imagining it alone able to keep a man in constant health they treated those who came to visit them with this drink at all hours this statement might be paralleled by an eastern writer who treating of england should use the same sentence merely substituting the word wine for tea and he may add to increase the beneficial influence of the beverage in many instances they make cabalistic movements with the glasses sometimes clinking the edges together meanwhile uttering the talismanic words your health which are supposed to possess some potent charm end of chapter one